0: Now, all of a sudden, you have this correlation of data that I'm like, resonant frequency of the body, 10 hertz, the mind target meditative state, 10 hertz, nature, 10 hertz. We're really built around this 10 hertz frequency and that that becomes the key to unlocking balance and relaxation. Wow. And I'll take it one step further. When you're laying in a sound bowl, right, which is an acoustic instrument of doing what I do, or you're listening to... Um, uh, um, a music meditation through our app, which we can talk about, or yeah. laying on my sound lounge or sitting on a meditation cushion. Um, your, your mind, body and spirit is basically being being brought back into alignment with that 10 hertz frequency. So all of this magic starts to unfold around this magical frequency of 10 hertz and getting the mind, body and spirit in connection and alignment with the world around us.
1: Hello, friends. Welcome to the Live Boldly Podcast with Sarah Shulton Kranz. This is an inspiring podcast for those seeking proven ways of healing, growing, and transcending their lives. I am a legendary leader in healing, claimed author, keynote, and TEDx speaker, a mom, an adventurer, and a believer in all things possible. My mission is to guide others to live their life boldly regardless of circumstances, I believe we all have the power to overcome and lead joy-filled, happy lives. Recorded from the trail or in my office, every other week I share inspiring stories from everyday people because we all deserve to be heard. You will also hear from hand-picked professionals ready to guide you beside me. Are you ready? Let's do this. Hey friends, welcome to another episode of Live Boldly with Sarah. Today I have on Craig Goldberg. He's a technologist and certified vibroacoustic therapy practitioner on a quest to help humanity achieve a deeper sense of inner calmness through the use of sound and vibration. Okay. So before I dive into this conversation with all of you, go grab your journals. I say this every time I'm going to say it again. If you can take this outside and listen to it while you're looking up at the sky or leaning up against a tree, I'm telling you, I promise this is a good one to do that with because Craig and I dove into some serious uh, conversation, like literally some serious conversation about everything when it comes to energy and healing and wellness and health. And it's funny, you know, when we were mid conversation, I think it was at some point during this, um, during this episode, my internet went out and I walked outside and like, literally asked all my neighbors who were standing outside. And I'm like, what just happened? I have no internet. My phone completely went down. I had no way of reaching anybody. And I'll tell you, it kind of freaked me out for a second because I felt like I was back in, you know, like the 80s when I grew up, um, 70s, 80s when we didn't have access to anything. And it was really weird. I was like, whoa, what do we do if this happens? You know, if our phones all go out or our internet all goes out, we have no way of reaching anybody yeah so it wasn't this was this was quite the this is quite the episode for you all to listen to it 's a little bit longer than normal, I believe, because we just kept like we were just jamming jam session at you know at all high vibe so um so before I dive into a little bit about Craig, though, I want to remind you that we do have a retreat coming up this July. It is with myself and Florence Williams. Uh, if you are interested, please really let me know as soon as possible. Uh, message me Sarah at com. Florence uh, was on a couple of my different podcast episodes and we ran this retreat together last year it's the power of awe and how to use it uh, moving forward in our life so she is a best-selling author of Heartbreak and The Nature Fix and many other books. Um, Just a wonderful woman. She's going to be doing all the forest bathing. I'll be doing coaching. Well, we'll be doing some coaching together as well. And I'll be doing Reiki and really diving into that depth with you. It's in the San Juan Mountains outside of Telluride. It's an incredible retreat center high up in the mountains with the most beautiful views. And sunrise, sunset, uh, there's a an outdoor hot tub, if you will, with that's run by the creek. It like literally is creek-fed. And last year, myself and a couple of the women sat in that and just watched the stars fall from the sky. And I'm telling you, it's quite the magical place. Uh, so if you're looking for a few nights away, it's three nights, four days, please message me. Let's get you in. It's all women, and this is limited to, I believe, 12. So let's dive into Craig and I in this, this, our conversation. Um, Craig's work is backed by 40 plus years of research as a patented inventor. He is constantly exploring new ways to help people reduce stress and anxiety, heal and transform their lives for the better. I want you to please um, really dive into this one. Uh, His journey is really cool. Um, he is a journey all about sound and vibration, and how it resets the nervous system and sends signals to every cell, every muscle in the body to relax. Um, shifting from stressed and anxious to calm and relaxed is something that we definitely all need. So Craig is very excited to be here to share his knowledge and experience with anyone from with all of you interested in exploring this amazing potential of this powerful modality to transform the human body, mind, and spirit. You can only imagine how deep this got. So. I hope you enjoy this episode. We have some really cool things shifting in this podcast. I'm not sure when I can release this exciting news. Um, If it comes out before this, then, well, you know, welcome to it. Go check into uh, my Instagram page at Sarah Shulton Kranz or um, the Live Boldly podcast page in Instagram as well, or over on LinkedIn, Sarah Shulton Kranz, because we've got some super, super cool things happening, excited to bring them to you and to really... Oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Vibrationally and powerfully really allow this podcast to reach more humans than it has in the past. Um, it's exciting. Very exciting. So message me if you have any questions. Sarah, Schult- Sarah at com regarding this upcoming retreat. And let's dive in. Grab your journals. This is a good one. Hey, Craig. I'm so excited to have you on. We've already been jamming a little bit. You're really cool. <laughs> Can I, appreciate I start with you. That? Thank you. Can that's, I start with that? Is that cool? I'm excited <laughs> to be here. Yeah, of course. Thank you. I appreciate you know, that. I'm blushing now. I, well, that, that's good. Blushing is good. I think blushing is good. Yeah. Um, so, for those of you listening, so we all know that science is really, some people geek out a lot on science. Now, for me, I like to have people like you who love to geek out on science and then bring it to layman's term for people like me who don't like to geek out on the depth of science because, you know, I just like how things happen. I like when I'm going into nature and I'm feeling nature and I'm feeling my trauma releasing and I it's all, it's all about feel for me, right? Yeah. Uh, we're going to actually geek out today. And so I'm excited about this. I've got plenty of friends, one of which I'm just going to call out Jonathan, who is going to freaking love this episode. So Jonathan, share it with your peeps, because this is going to be good for what you do. So yeah, we're going to be talking everything from parasympathetic and sympathetic nervous system. We're going to dive into the frequency of energy. Uh, you and I talked a little bit about heart and the energy of heart and, so, and healing and um, all of the jam stuff that you do. So thank you for being here.
0: Thank you for having me, Sarah. I appreciate it and yeah. super excited for this conversation.
1: It's going to be great. So tell everybody a little bit about you and what you do.
0: Yeah. I actually love sharing with people what I do. So I'm a relaxation expert. Hello. I get to help people relax. And I think this is something that we all really need. Yeah. And, and for me, it comes down to crutches and tools that we can use to help us relax Getting out into nature is one of the best recipes for relaxation. Getting as far away from people in nature for me, like it might be scary for some people, but for me, that's I literally lived in a motorhome for 26 months traveling around the country and we would swing into a city and and be immersed in trade shows and conferences and meetings. And and then at some point, my wife and I would be like, we we would just look at each other and be like, it's it's time to go. And we would Mm -hmm. go as far away from people as we possibly could into the depths of a national park or wildlife or some type of immersion in nature where uh, where we were usually miles away from other people. So getting out into nature, and we'll talk about why that's so powerful for us. I wanted to really understand in my science and research, in understanding why it's so good for us to get out into nature, why it's so good for us to sit down and meditate and really dig into the science that builds it uh, without going too heavy and without diving too deep into it, unless we really want to dive down that rabbit hole. We certainly can.
1: I mean, there's a lot of rabbit holes that I love diving into. So <laughs> I'm good with Headlamp on, ready to dive oh down. I would add, I would add, so all
0: all of that research led me to sound and vibration and understanding frequency and its impact on our physiology. And I now have a technology company called In Harmony Interactive, where we make technology and music that think of it as a delivery system for frequency to the cells of your body that you have in your home or your house, your office or your clinic where you can deliver these specific frequencies to your body to bring your body into what's called harmonic resonance with those positive
1: frequencies. It's so fascinating. It's so fascinating. When I'm out in nature, I can I can literally like feel the frequency. For example, even yesterday when I was on the Pacific Ocean and It's it's interesting because it was like super smooth. And then I dropped my board on and all of a sudden the wind picked up. And of course, what do I do? I go straight into the wind and like, yeah, bring it on. This is feeling the resistance and everything. But you can feel the frequency of that water. You can feel the frequency of the whales, the dolphins. I haven't seen any whales lately. Uh, Maybe I need to. Vibrate a little higher or something, not sure. No,
0: they're there. (laughs) Or maybe
1: they're just not there right now. Well, they are. Or they're just just
0: sitting shortly under, you know, shallowly under the surface where you can't see them hiding in the abyss of the ocean.
1: Exactly. So let's dive into the parasympathetic and sympathetic nervous system. Let's start there because, uh, you know, when we have had a lot of people that are experiencing challenges, setbacks, traumas, things, uh, our body, right? Our body responds to that. So tell us about the difference between the two. What is it? And then how they are affected via or by the things that we are living through.
0: Totally. All right. So in my opinion, this is the biggest pandemic that we're all dealing with right now. This is like ground zero of the daily trials and tribulations that so many Americans, myself included, go through day in and day out. Mm -hmm. So Uh, The sympathetic and parasympathetic nervous system response are governed by a reptilian part of our brain that is designed to save and keep us alive. And that parasympathetic nervous system response, I like to think of as the Fonz, cool, calm, and collected. It's where we are in our happy place, right? We're like just, we're just chilling. The sympathetic nervous system response is associated with fight or flight. It's associated with stress and anxiety. It's in this place where we get triggered from Hunky go hunky, you know, happy go lucky, parasympathetic into that sympathetic nervous system response for whatever reason. Now, the reptilian part of our brain that triggers this was designed as a safety precaution. Um, a lot of people, when I when I hear them talking about this, they want to talk about that saber-toothed tiger that you're getting chased by, right? Which is which is cool. I don't know how many saber-toothed tigers there are in Hermosa Beach. There aren't many here in Las Vegas. But a very real time, um, I think here, especially here in Las Vegas, um, I'm walking on the strip. It's late at night. There's nobody around. And all of a sudden, my spidey sense starts to go off. And all of a sudden, there's uh, you know somebody in the shadows lurking. And all of a sudden, I don't feel so safe. As your heart starts to beat faster, cortisol starts to flow through your veins. Adrenaline starts to flow through your brain as your, uh, or your body, as your brain begins to tell your body to prepare to run or fight and you start to get this awareness that cortisol that's flowing through your brain or or through your bloodstream all of a sudden makes you hyper aware and alert Um, the adrenaline brings uh, blood flow to the major muscle groups of the body and you become hyper vigilant and aware and in the moment as your heart starts to increase you start to walk a little bit faster you start to look around you a little bit more right we're all familiar with this expression and this experience A few more things happen as you drift into the sympathetic nervous system response. And these are really important. Um, The first is your brain turns off digestion. Um, So when you're in a sympathetic nervous system response, your brain says, I don't need to digest my food. Now, all of a sudden, it doesn't matter how organic, how clean, what supplements you took. It doesn't matter if you're in a sympathetic nervous system response. You're not digesting your food. Your brain Digestion is the second most expensive energetic use in the body behind the brain. So it turns it off to divert that energy to the major muscle groups to save yourself. Right. Um, the second thing is, uh, or the the third thing that's really, the first is cortisol and adrenaline. The second is turning off your digestion. The third is it turns off your immune system. I don't need to defend myself from viruses and bacteria. I need to physically defend myself and remove myself from the situation that I'm in. And the third, and, and I think this one's, or the fourth rather, which I think is most important, um, it turns off rational thinking. Mm. So even though you're making decisions and you can feel and perceive yourself making decisions, you're not being rational about those decisions. And there's nothing worse than making irrational decisions, we all know that. So here we are in this sympathetic nervous system response, no immune system, no digestion, not making rational decisions. Here's the problem. If it's just my spidey sense that's going off when somebody is behind me in an alley, that's great. If it's when I wake up in the morning and I check my phone and I read an email from my boss that won't do it, or I'm talking to my significant other and we're having some type of discussion that all of a sudden I'm triggered or my mom is doing that thing again and I can't believe she's still talking to this person or my sister won't stop, insert trauma here... Right. so many of us and myself included are walking around in this triggered nervous system response we even for some people even hearing the word triggered might trigger them i was one of those people um and um and and the problem that we're having right now is when you're walking around in a sympathetic nervous system response for for what i call silly reasons they're not silly we're right. we're triggered and we're having an experience but it's not life and death and we know it's not life and death The fact that my mom wants to do this thing over and over again, bless you, mom. I know you're not doing anything over and over again. It's just an example, but like, because my mom wants to do that, that's not life-threatening to me. It might seem life-threatening to me, but it's not, right? Getting stuck in traffic and running a few minutes late, not life-threatening. Being stuck on the line at at the grocery store with the person in front of me that's checking out, using a bunch of coupons, and I just wanna buy this one thing and get out of here, not life-threatening. And yet we get triggered into that sympathetic nervous system response, and it can last for hours after that moment. And then moreover than that, it compounds on each other, because now that I'm in a sympathetic nervous system response, now that I'm not thinking rationally, now the littlest thing that happens to me triggers me even further, like it's the end of the world, and it just becomes this self-deprecating pattern. And unfortunately, when we're in that sympathetic nervous system response, we are ill-equipped to handle the day-to-day trials and tribulations that it takes to walk around in this co-created society that we've made and built together. So this to me is something that's really important. The power of sound and vibration, the power of mindfulness and meditation is that it immediately in about 15 minutes, it triggers the chemical cascades to um, to 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 move us from sympathetic back into parasympathetic. And it begins us that rejuvenation and regeneration back into cool, calm and collected that left unchecked could leave us in this self-deprecating pattern over and over and over again.
1: You pretty much summed up the first few years of my trauma recovery in a very simple way. So thank you.
0: Yeah, look, <laughs> well, it's, it's, it's right on,
1: right? It's, I mean, it's, so many. It's, of us. Oh my gosh, it happens to so many of us, and it's not only though in our individual like exactly what you were saying. This is this has become I see a very real problem for many many people because of what have we've because of what we've lived through over the last uh, few years. I will say, though, that also that's very interesting is I never thought about the fact that I couldn't eat. I literally and I know that this is a common problem for people that are in trauma or are or are in that victim space trying to move into becoming that survivor. They can't eat. They literally like their digestion, their digestion, exactly what you just said, shuts down. And so for me, uh. I had a period of time where I forced myself, like literally forced myself to eat one apple a day. If I could eat that apple in one day, didn't take how long, it didn't matter. Like if it took me all day to eat the apple, just Mm. eat the apple, Sarah. And my other thing was I could drink. And so I would have a hot water, honey and lemon. And for me, that was that soothing piece to actually calm me at the same time because it brought me back the memories from my childhood. There's a little... FYI information that I haven't really, don't really talk about. Uh, I love this though, because you also talked about, it, it It brings up the irrational, right? And for those of us that have also lived through trauma or have perhaps have been in difficult, toxic relationships or whatever it is, you're trying to make sense of your life. You're trying to make sense of your world. And yet it's hard to find rational. And then at the same time, it's like, how do I, find rational when I'm in this, in this state of this sympathetic state, nervous system, right? And um, it makes sense why when I was going under the ocean or going into the mountains, I was feeling more sane because my frontal lobe of my brain was also slowing down. You know, and I I knew that there was that calming uh, sense that was happening.
0: Well, the the triggers there's less triggers there. Uh, we can oh, talk about what's happening when we go off into nature, and and you mentioned the ocean, and and we can talk about a ten hertz frequency radiating. Uh, from I ocean. do
1: I do want to know this. Let's dive into that too. But first, let's talk about the triggers.
0: Well, so there's less triggers when you're yeah. there, right. So um, I, you know I give I go camping quite a bit, and and I give a lot of times I'll give the example of triggering that sympathetic nervous system response of me laying in my tent with my three year old daughter and my wife. And I hear a stick break outside. Right. Right. That's okay. There's, is it a predator? Is it a bird? Is it somebody approaching my campground? And I know right. I'm 50 miles from the next nearest person. Um, that's designed to trigger the nervous system. Now, I'm not rolling over and going back to sleep after I hear something like that. I'm gonna grab a little self-defense and I'm going outside and I'm gonna look into this because I'm not sitting in my tent like a right, like like a sitting duck. I'm going to go outside. I'm going to check this out. And that's obviously horrifying and scary all to itself, but like, that's what it was designed for. You know what I mean? Um, and when you go off into nature, you really do regress into that. We live in a stimulated world. Oh, it's most of the beach here in Vegas. I just went to drop my truck off this morning and there was a dump truck flipped over on the highway. There was traffic for miles. There's rarely traffic here in Vegas. And, um, and it was a little bit of rain on the ground and people don't know how to drive and there's accidents all over, cars literally up on curbs and signs like mayhem. Yeah. And when you go off into nature, um, a lot of that goes away, right? There, there just aren't that stimuli. It's just you and the group you're with. It's just you and the, and the, 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 the wind howling through the trees or, or whatever that environment is that, that you're in. And, um, and you really, you can, in about 15 minutes, you can feel your relaxation levels increased dramatically.
1: Well, here's what's interesting for me is that I'm not triggered by like, I had a shark follow me, right? Not too long ago Ooh. in October and I could feel it. So I would even love to dive into that. I literally could, I could feel the frequency of the shark behind me. A
0: spidey sense.
1: Oh, hello. Let's talk about that one. And I kept looking around. I kept looking back, like what is following me? I'm you know, several miles offshore coming in and there was nothing. And then all of a sudden it did approach and it went to the right of me and it flipped. And I thought at first I was like, please be a sunfish, but it was a shark and it was circled my board. You want a stand up paddleboard. Yeah. I was on a stand up paddleboard. Mm -hmm. And then I started going into shore and it, kept following me. Oh. I stayed calm. So here's the thing though, that's interesting is that because my trauma, and this is what I sat with during this time, once I got off the ocean, because my trauma was so deep and my triggers, like there were places where I couldn't even drive on the 405 because I would be triggered by certain billboards. And it's very common for people that have lived through you know, relational betrayal trauma like I have. And my triggers were so deep that now if I'm on the ocean and I'm approached by a shark, I'm like, okay, I'm in your space, like I'm good. I I'll just keep going. I'm going to I'm going to protect myself in my energy bubble yep. and I know that everything's okay. It's on my way. I'm on my way.
0: Don't mind me. Don't mind me. Don't mind me.
1: <laughs> I've been in, I've been in much worse. And so what that's what that has actually reflected for me is that my triggers were so deep, right? Uh, ten almost ten years ago. That now my triggers when I'm out in nature. I'm like, okay, well, I'm in your space, and I know that I I trust, right? Like my my level of trust is so deep. Um. Mm-hmm. So yeah, let's talk about the frequency. Of well, well so <laughs>
0: we'll we'll jump into that in a second. But but look, here's so here's the beauty of your journey, right? You've you've had this traumatic experience. You've had the 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 windfall from that and the reaction right. from that. You've now overcome it. And it has now built you up to be this strong, powerful version of yourself that otherwise would have crippled in the face of a shark. 10 or 20 right. To, I don't even. Right. And now all of a sudden you're just like a couple deep breaths, and and you get yourself you know to safety. And and I, I've spent a lot of time in the ocean, and and I've had my fair share of close calls. And for some reason, when I don't have dive equipment on because I scuba dive, oh, um, I do. That ocean is like the most massive endless, wide open, you know, that just has some of the most scariest creatures on the planet. As soon as I put the dive gear on, I just feel like I'm like, yeah, I'm in your world, but I'm here just to kind of hang out and, yeah. And and say hello. Um, it's. As we grow and as we move past, um, these traumatic experiences and we realize the lessons that we needed to learn, we realize who we were at the time. And frankly, maybe even take some responsibility for what happened or at the very least staying in the situation longer than we had to.
1: Yes, 100%. Um,
0: And then all of a sudden we're no longer the victim and we go, okay, cool. You might even be able to look back and go, okay, on some level, I decided to stay in that situation for as long as I needed to so that I can learn these lessons that I've now learned. Mm -hmm. And now I'm a much better person and now I can help others, you know, navigate through that same space. Yes. It's really powerful. It's very, powerful.
1: powerful. It is powerful. And that's why I love this work though, too, that you're talking about, because one of the, one of two things could have happened. You can stay in that space of protection where it's fight, flight, freeze, which a lot of people do. They stay in that space of, you're in headlights. They They stay in that space of like, I don't know how to get out of this. And then there's that space of how do I find my own power and control what I can, but also release and surrender to what I cannot, right? Like yeah. learn from it and grow. And one of the huge parts of that is literally calming yourself. Yeah. It's taking that breath. It's saying, okay, in the moment, who am I? And how am I going to best proceed from what I've lived through? Yeah. I actually call it what's what I've actually, what's happened for me, because that's that's the learning space. That's right.
0: Uh, there's a, a whole deeper conversation that we could have here around consciousness and life and the lives oh, that we I, choose from my perspective. And I've done a lot of consciousness exploration. Yeah. um, Might be a different podcast, but we yeah, can dive I, into it if you want. The,
1: well, um, we're going to have to at some point because I probably agree with you on this one. is yeah, Totally. Judging still, just that judgment of self right now. <laughs> yeah. I mean...
0: We're here to learn lessons, uh-huh, and um, I believe we get a lot of swings at this thing called life. I believe yeah. we're spirits having a human experience, not humans having a spiritual experience and um and as as difficult and challenging as life and death can seem from the perspective of of ourselves um it's um it's really like it ain't no thing like we go, we come right back, mm-hmm. um almost like you're um um regenerating yourself in a video game almost. Um, and um, and we're here to learn specific lessons. And when we learn those lessons, it's time for us to go, which is why some people get taken from us. What seems to be so sporadically, um, they're on their life's journey, and they learned what they needed to learn, and it was time for them to go. Or worse, um, you know, they've decided that they're not going to learn that lesson on this trip, and they need to go re- regress back and come back in a different form, in another way, in a different place, in a different time. Um, but anyway, that's,
1: that's... yeah, it's, it's really, this whole thing called life is such a beautiful journey. I, eh? I I, I mean, I feel like I'm getting younger with age, I'm 49 and probably, and I, I I really do. I feel like this whole first part of my life, I was sitting with it this morning, looking at a picture actually, that reminded me of my mom who just passed in July. I literally looked at this picture. I'm like, this is my mom. Like, like, it's me, right? But it's also I see her. And it's really interesting how this first part of my life up until this age has been all about learning the lessons, uh, I truly believe, and some of which I know that I had to learn several times. I had to have some difficult things happen over and over until you learn that lesson because it will keep happening until you choose to learn that lesson. And now it's this space of how am I using all of that from that first part of my life to really create impact and help create a better world moving forward and celebrate the shit out of what I've lived through because yeah. isn't that what I'm also here to do.
0: So I have cool. uh, I have a 3-year-old daughter that I've mentioned a couple times and um, and I can't even tell you just in her first 3 years of life how many times I've called my parents and just apologized. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just been like I am so sorry and my dad will be <laughs> like what did you do this time? And then be like, oh, temper tantrum at the checkout counter of IKEA. 45 minute meltdown for no reason, you know, like <sighs> seemingly no reason. Obviously, she has her reasons and I and I give that to her, but like yeah. I, I'm literally holding my child, like uh, we got like I, I don't even and and I and I just regressed back to bringing mm-hmm. my parents through that same scenario of like, no, I want it now, and you're giving it to me. And my parents are like, <laughs> you know?
1: I know, can't, isn't it funny? Can't
0: run around with that knife, Craig. It's just, I'm just not gonna let you do it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Parenting is such a trip. I don't even know what else to say. It's just a trip. It it's, is a trip. Uh, Look,
0: it's this this cycle of life. And mm-hmm. and I'm 43 and and you know, my daughter's three, so 40 years old. I had my, my first child. And and the perspective change of seeing life through her eyes and being able you know I love crouching down and getting on her level and looking around and and being playful and she's like come on dad sit sit down and I'll be (laughs) like Harmony we're we're on the sidewalk in the okay cool we're sitting down let's go right like you want to sit down here we're going to sit down right here and and just looking around and looking at life through her eyes of play and exploration and and it um it it's a remarkable lens to my own life, my own decisions, what I think is right and wrong, what I think is proper and 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 the morals that I've developed around it and kind of throwing that out the window. and have been like, screw it. Let's play for a little while and let's drop in harmony, whatever you want. I'm like, let's yeah. go.
1: Your little girl's name is Harmony?
0: Her name, yeah. My name I
1: love name is that. Family. So my one of my dearest friends from high school, actually elementary school, high school, now adulthood, her name is Harmony. Mm-hmm. There you go that's beautiful i've never actually even met another harmony so that's that's so, beautiful It's perfect really for you
0: and we've kind of shared on all this so my company is called in harmony yeah and our technology we came and and we came they both happened separate of one another i haven't actually told this story yet but in in this forum but um uh, about three months before my daughter was conceived my wife woke up and uh rolled over in the morning and said i, I met our daughter last night oh and I said, is this your way of telling me that you're pregnant? And she goes, no, not pregnant. But I was holding a baby in my dream. And she looked up and she said, my name is Harmony and I'm coming to see you. Wow. And that's awesome. We weren't pregnant, We weren't even close. It was three months before we even conceived her. And um, we didn't tell anybody. We didn't tell my parents, or parents. We didn't tell anybody. It was like, oh, you know what you're having? We were like, we don't know yet. They're like, oh, do you have a name? Because everybody's like, do you have a name picked out the whole time we were pregnant. We said, no, 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 no. We knew the whole time her name was Harmony. We knew the whole time we were having a girl the whole nine, right? Um, we're changing our name from Holistic Health Science to something new for our business. We've been doing this business for six years, and I'm iterating and brainstorming with my business partner Dom, and and he goes, "What about in Harmony? Like our products bring you into Harmony, and this is a really nice migration into tech and frequency and what we do." And um, and I went, "Yes." Like, yes. Like at that time, we were already pregnant. At that time, I already knew that I was having a girl and her name was Harmony. And here's my business partner. Like, what about Harmony in Harmony? Like our products bring you into Harmony? And I was like, that's a yes. It's yeah, absolutely. Let's go. Wow. Um, the day our daughter, you know, was born, I told Dom and he's like, her name's Harmony. And I was like, I was like, yeah, he's like, you named after the business. And I was like, no. Nope. <laughs> Like, it's just really wow. it's an incredible story and, and one that I get chills even just thinking. about. I
1: it. was going to I literally have chills. I have chills. Yeah.
0: Let's you okay. know the universe lets you know you're on the right moving in the right direction, doing the right things, you know?
1: Well, so. OK, oh, my God, there's so many areas that we could be diving into right now. Uh, what do you feel about with the frequency of dreams? What do you feel like with dreaming? Because I'm going to share something that happened to me a couple of nights ago.
0: Yeah. So so here's is- the thing that's. Here's, here's the thing that's really interesting, and um, our brain, which, which is really, um, if you think about our physical brain, it is sitting in a dark hole, right? It's not exposed to the outside world in any way, shape, or form. It's only receiving electrical signals. So your optic nerve, your auditory nerve, um, the mechanoreceptors in your skin, taste buds, nose, and, and olfactory, it's all just electrical signals to your brain. Um, your brain can't actually tell the difference between this reality, eyes open, this is what's actually happening in front of me, a dream, or a visualization. So it's one of the reasons why meditations, where you're focused on a visualization, which is the term that I use when I'm, when I'm speaking in front of corporate America, because they don't want to be caught meditating, but they'll visualize all day long. Right. Right. Um, it's why it's so powerful to entrain muscle memory. And to entrain your subconscious mind to be working towards your conscious mind's goals while you're not being conscious of that, if that makes sense. Yeah, let's say um, that one more so, time.
1: Say that one more time, because I know that there's going to be people that are there. Going there are going to be people going. Wait, 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 wait. What? <laughs> all
0: right. So a visualization. So a good visualization process is basically training your subconscious mind, which is yep. working all the time. So. Um, It's something like your conscious mind can process four bits of information per second. Your subconscious mind can process four billion bits of information per second. So your subconscious mind is literally, I mean, every sensor, every in your body, every mechanoreceptor, every stimuli that's coming through is being processed by your brain and then weeded out. Um, and and made not important. The only four bits of information, are the sound for you right now, or the sound of my voice, the lights, the camera, and what we're focused on right now—it's weeding everything else out. Um, now that rattlesnake that's under your desk that bites your leg, all of a sudden that bite becomes very relative, right? And you focus on that um, for a moment. But um, so visualization process basically trains your subconscious mind to focus on the goals your conscious mind. Wants to focus on, while your conscious mind is not focused on those goals.
1: Got it. Yeah. Got it. And is that how the dreaming state? Tell me about that. Like, is that how? Do you, is that how does that work?
0: All right. So, an interesting. Do you believe that happens, you
1: can? Yeah. Do you believe? Really that?
0: interesting things happen. Thing happens when we sleep. So, um, we sleep in ninety-minute sleep cycles. Um, it's um, and and we don't have to go too much into it, but there's four non-REM stages to sleep, and then you have REM sleep. And Mm -hmm. it basically starts in a beta brainwave, which is eyes open, processing the world around us. You start to drift down into an alpha, theta, and then delta brainwave state through stage one, two, three, and four of non-REM. REM REM is rapid eye movement sleep. And then when you're in a theta and delta brainwave state of rapid eye movement sleep, it's basically when we dream is, let's say it's 45 minutes and 45 minutes. So it's 45 minutes to go down and then 45 minutes to come back up. And that's a 90-minute sleep cycle. The goal is to get four, five, six, seven of these sleep cycles in a row. Um, and a lot of times we'll toss and turn. And that's usually at, an, at the one and a half hour mark. You go down into REM sleep and you come back up and then you toss and turn. And then you go down into REM sleep and you come back up. During one, two, and three, four of non-REM sleep, your body is preparing your body for sleep. It's preparing your body to dream. So in non-REM One, two, three, and four. Your body is turning off your senses. It's turning off your motor skills, and it is preparing your body to dream because your brain can't tell the difference between a dream and reality. So, if you start having a dream that you're jumping off a car or running down the street, your brain that can't tell the difference will get your motor get your legs running. It will it will jump. It's why people sleepwalk if their brain isn't processing the right right yeah, you know um, go down strategy if you will um it's why we start to have some of these issues with sleep so meditation and sleep is um it's very close in in process um people ask me all the time can this tech help me with sleep and i go well what type of issues are you having with sleep are you having trouble falling asleep are you having trouble staying asleep um, what is sleep sleep is really just our perception of a slower brainwave state. Whether you call it a meditation in the middle of the day, a power nap, or or sleep over the course of the night, it's really, it's just a state of frequency in your brain, which we can measure through an EEG, an echoencephalograph, uh, which basically just tests how fast, or measures how fast the synapses in our brain are firing, how fast electrical signals are, are firing at different parts of our brain. So we covered a lot there. But the reality is dreams Dreams are a very natural part of drifting into that alpha, theta, and delta brainwave state, which is where creativity, rejuvenation, um, where so many different aspects of life and function live. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just touched on a bunch of different stuff. You did. Really well, about this.
1: I love that. Well, here's here a couple of things. Uh I I'm gonna touch on two things that I actually haven't really talked about. There was one time when I was uh living in uh Milwaukee. Um, at the time, and I woke up in the middle of the night in this startling, it was, it wasn't a dream. It was like a nightmare. Mm. And, uh, my former husband's, uh, plane, I was married at the time crashed into the San Francisco, into the golden gate bridge. And it blew up and I woke up in the middle of the night screaming and crying. And I was like, Oh my God, what was that? Is that foreshadowing? Is this like going to happen? Is this, what is this? And sure enough, it was when we ended up moving to the Bay Area out to San Francisco uh, a few years later, I don't know, five, six years later. And and I remember that dream. I can go back to that right now. Like it was, it was, it was, it was like, talk about your sympathetic nervous system going off. And, um, and then sure enough, that's where everything, that's where my life really started to take a turn, but I didn't even know it at the time. And so I was, I, I, when all of this happened, when my trauma hit almost 10 years ago, I went back to that dream. I was like, that's what that was about. It was almost like my subconscious, my foreshadowing of, Hey, Sarah, (laughs) you know, and some people don't believe in that. I do. I believe that that's where we also have these messages come through to us and we shut that out. We're not aware of it. Like we are such interesting, complex human beings, I believe. And so many people don't, don't allow themselves to feel the complexity and the beauty of what we're talking about even with the energy and the messages and things coming through um a few nights ago i had a dream my mom was laying in bed next to my dad i was the one that would go into the their bedroom at night or in the morning, I would just literally like even as an adult, I would go in and jump on my parents' bed and just start a conversation in the middle of the night. <laughs> that was me. Be like, hey, let's talk about something. Uh and when like i like, Sarah in, go to bed. Yeah, no, but that's exactly what my mom would say. She'd be like, again. And I'm like, Mom, I know it's 10 30 and you're in bed, but I want to talk to you guys about this. Like <laughs> that's very me.
0: pressing. It's very timely.
1: It's very timely. And um And in the morning when I was visiting them, even, you know, through my adulthood, I would go in in the morning and wake them up and, and, you know, have conversations with them with coffee or whatever. And I walked in this dream, I walked to the, up to their bedroom door and I was watching them. And my dad was laying next to my mom in my bed in their bed. And my mom turned and she said, Oh, is it time to get up Or, or am I supposed to get up now? Mm-hmm. And then, and I can hear her. Like literally, I'm watching this in my dream. This is just a couple nights ago, mm-hmm. and she was having this conversation with me. Like, oh, Sarah, you're awake already. Is it time? I'm and and she just like everything, the movement, and it was so beautiful. And my dad rolled over and he looked at her like, why is she here? Like she's here, but why is she here? And now I believe that my mom is here in spirit and she's, Mm -hmm. she's right here, even right now with me. And all of a sudden then she drifted away and my dad came around the bed and he looked at me and he said, did you see that? Did you see that? She's here. I told you she's here. And I was just like, dad, I I know she's here. But we were having this conversation of like, what the hell was that? You know, um, and I do. I believe that we have these messages that come through to us from our loved ones, whatever it is, and foreshadowing and different things, like with what you were talking about. Yeah. I just believe that the humans, the humans, we as humans, <laughs> the humans, yes, we as humans, uh, call it what you may, we we block that out. And I I just don't understand yeah. why that is. I just really sometimes don't understand why that is. Because it's such okay. a beautiful presence, right?
0: well there's there's a few different reasons i think why it happens um first is is just what you can handle yeah and and what our perception of this reality really looks like um we were talking about the brain and we were talking about the senses and here's a very easy way for me first of all um that story was obviously very moving and very beautiful and uh and it resonated with me on many levels um i I wouldn't say that I see and and hear um you know angels and and that sort of thing, although I know my angels are around me every single day um they're not they're not like beings that I would see like oh there's you know there's Uncle Chris or whatever right um but it's feeling their presence, and I yeah. have felt their presence, especially of those that were near and dear to us in this earth walk um my grandfather who has passed my great grand my my mom's father who had passed. Um, experiences that my mother would share with me. Um, um, and we had this switch over um, that turned the water off over the dryer and the washing machine. And and me as a, as a six-year-old, I couldn't move this switch, right? Like it was that heavy and that hard to move. And my mom comes out into the kitchen from the laundry room and she is pale, like she has seen a ghost. And I go, what's going on? And she goes, I was thinking about my father who had passed at the time recently. And she goes, and and I asked him for a sign. And all of a sudden that switch, she goes, I watched it move. She wow. goes, I watched it move. And she goes, wow. and I know it was him pushing it, saying I'm here. She yeah. goes, Craig, walk in the other room and move that switch. And and I go, the one over the dryer? She goes, yeah, you told me never to touch that. She goes, yeah, I know. I'm telling you to touch it. And and I couldn't move it, right? She had wow. to, like, to like, things like that. that, yeah. and that's, I think, even even in stretch right but but nonetheless um we just feel their presence and I believe um without getting too deep on this stuff and without no, getting myself get down deep. too much of a hole Please,
1: it's me uh, everybody knows I get deep
0: uh, look I appreciate that um, um linear time is something that is very much a human uh, construct. Um, when you, when you get into the spirit realm, look, even when you get into an alpha brainwave state, okay, Mm -hmm. when you're in a meditative brainwave state, you have no sense of time. Right. Um, so like none, um, you could be there for three minutes. You could be there for three hours. It's one of the reasons why 10 minutes of meditation a day, um, gives you some of the most restorative and regenerative rest, uh, that you might have ever felt. Right. Um, because when you're in that alpha brainwave state, you have no sense of time. So a sense of time, like I'm grateful that we knew at one thirty in the afternoon Pacific time we're going to meet so that we can be in the same place at the same time. Right. So it's a very useful construct, but it's something that we've co-created so that we can co in this world together and bless those beautiful humans that figured out it takes 24 hours for the sun to go around and come back into the same place, or 365 days for the stars and the constellations to come back, like, bless their beautiful hearts. But either way, it's a human construct. Mm
1: -hmm. And as
0: you get into the, the consciousness side of this conversation, there is only now. And this was something that I'm still wrapping my head around. There is no future, there is no past, there is only now. And over and over and over again for your entire 49 years that you've been walking this life, you've only had now. The future is in your head. The past is in your memories. It is only now. And that means that all of these nows are happening all at the same time. That it's not happening in 10 minutes. That what happened 10 seconds ago just happened now. That it's all in the flash of an instant. And I'm still wrapping my head around the words as they're coming out of my mouth, even though I know them to be true. But it's this perspective of this is really challenging for me. And that means all the people that were in our lives 20 years ago are still in our lives now. And all the people that will be in our lives 20 years from now are in our lives right now. And all the things that happened in 20 years happened now. And all the things that happened 20 years ago happened now. And that's really hard for the human brain to wrap their head around. And I don't know where this is going or or what we're going to learn about this in our lifetimes, but when it comes to people coming and going, when it comes to us perceiving the presence of uh, angels and and those that have passed around us, think about this: Our brain perceives this reality through our five senses. We know that our five senses are limited to the hardware that our bodies have, for example, the human ear can hear and feel frequencies but from 20 hertz to 20,000 hertz. Dogs, for example, can hear much higher frequencies. That's why a dog whistle works the way it does. You can blow on a dog whistle as much as you want right in my ear. I won't hear it, but that dog over there is freaking out because they can hear it. It's the same with our eyesight. We can see a certain frequency range. We can't see infrared. We can't see ultraviolet, but that eagle that's lying high above the sky, when they look down, they actually see ultraviolet. So that when a rat or, or food um, goes to the bathroom, it actually creates a bright yellow puddle that they can see from miles away, their great eyes, right? So we are limited in perceiving this reality. Um, that to me opens up this whole world of of, of extra perception and and what we can't see that's right in front of us that's right in between me and this camera that if the filters on my eyes were a little bit different maybe I wouldn't be able to see this camera because there's so much energy and and it's it's just, it's simply a perception of this reality and and that's before you even get into plant medicine and and all of the different things that we can use as tools to shift and change our perception of this reality.
1: Okay. Wow. Okay. So I, I like, we're just gonna have to keep jamming. I'm sorry, not I'm, sorry. I have nothing else <laughs> I'm Sorry, I'm not, not sorry. Weird. So here's my question for you, and I've often sat with this. So those people that have been in nature with me, they're like, you have this different vibration, this different thing that happens to you when you are out there. And I do. I can feel it. Like as soon as I go into when I'm on the ocean, I have my spaces. Like I when I'm on the ocean, when I'm going into the Grand Canyon, and there's this like spiritual, I don't know, an otherworldly experience that I have where I can feel the energy of the different layers of the rocks. I can feel the energy of you know everything that has happened through there from the water that's flowing through. So let's dive into that space, the energetic, the frequency space of nature and how that is actually affecting the healing yeah. the growing the the individual as a human as well.
0: Okay. Cuz so there's a so- connection
1: that happens.
0: Oh, there is absolutely a connection uh, it's that like happens.
1: It's like mind-blowing to me. Everything that you're talking about, where it's like, where you're saying about the present now, this, that. I go in that space and I'm just in awe of what one human can feel, that connection, that frequency with everything around them. Yeah. And that's like, that you know I have one with the Earth, right, but then it's like when you can feel that of the wind and then you go and you you can you you touch something else, the trees, you can feel the frequency of the trees or the grass or whatever it is, yeah. let's dive
0: all right, cool so uh it's it's funny, my daughter, so my daughter's three years old and and we'll be walking out, and she'll just randomly be like, "Wait, Dad, and she'll go hug a tree, yeah, she'll literally like I'll look to my wife and I'll be like. There's there's our daughter. She's literally hugging a tree. Like, wait, wait, <laughs> dad, wait. Oh my God. Um, there's the reason for that. Um, so we are energetic beings, um, yeah. hands down. OK, and I, we all know this, right? We feel this. I don't have to tell you that you're an energetic being. We feel not just our own energy, not just the energy of those around us, but of the things that are around us. And um, what we're learning through quantum physics is that um, there is more energy than there is matter, Um, that everything. And this gets me gets really straight to the crux of our body of work in that everything is vibrating Um, this desk, the microphone, the camera, the electronics, the hardware, even though it appears solid. On a quantum level, going back to seventh grade chemistry, protons, neutrons, and electrons, it's actually all moving. It just appears solid. Why does it appear solid? Because it has a resonant frequency, and it is hovering at that resonant frequency. We can use heat. We can use various ways to change its state, to change its frequency, and therefore change the physical expression of that. You can boil water and turn it into gas, right? Uh, Going too much into the chemistry. but. As we go out into nature, a couple of things happen that I, that's really applicable. First of all, you have your aura, which is your energetic ring, let's call it. Um, yeah. That aura is very sensitive to what's around you. And it actually plumes out and constricts depending on the atmosphere and the environment that you're in. And that's designed to protect yourself. I lived in Manhattan for 10 years. When you're in Manhattan, there is pretty much always somebody above you, below you, or next to you. then
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> you're on a subway. It's like, it's, I mean, you could literally be like reading your phone with like another body, like right here, right? Like <laughs> too, and, close. Uh, too close, too close for me. <laughs> it's a lot. Okay. So what happens in that environment is your energetic body actually peels in uh-huh. to a point where it might be within six inches of your body. Okay, it naturally sits three to six feet from your body, which means when somebody is within six feet, hello, social distancing, when somebody sits within six feet of you, you are in their energetic body and their energy is in your energetic body. Mm. At the very least, they're commingling with each other and feeling each other out very much like dogs at the dog park sniffing each other out your energetic body is constantly playing with the other energetic bodies around you reading it feeding off of it energy exchange and that sort of thing when you go off into nature now all of a sudden it goes okay cool i can kind of stretch out a little bit it takes a little bit of time but what those what your what your people that are coming out with you the people are your friends and family that are coming out there with you what they're noticing and witnessing is their energetic body expanding, your energetic body expanding, and your memory for going into these places is going to allow your energetic body to expand faster because it's recognizing the atmosphere, the environment, the energy of the trees, the signature of the plants that, that are around you, right? All of a sudden, your energetic body goes, oh, I know this plant, mm-hmm. and it goes, I'm in my happy place. I'm on my board. The water just hit my face. I'm ready to get out there and, and I'm going to my happy place, right? And and it recognizes that there's not a lot of people around. And it recognizes that it's feeding off energy that it knows. And it starts to open up and it starts to bloom. And it starts to pick up on these different energetic series, uh, um, um, energetic signatures. Crystals have an energetic, uh, right? You'll see lots of crystals. Oh, yeah. This is embedded with crystal, right? Like, all of, all of the jewelry that we wear, um, the clothes that we wear, um, the scents that we wear, whether it's essential oils or it's, or it's cologne or perfume, all of this has an energetic signature, and our bodies pick up on that energetic signature. It's, um, and there's a variety of different reasons as to why this happens. But generally speaking, when you're going off into nature, um, most when you're out in nature, we talked about the, um, uh, the Schumann resonance a little mm-hmm. bit and um and I'll give you a chance to any ad yeah, but we can dive into this human resonance we can dive into the um the signature of the earth harmonic resonance harmonic resonance of those environments which are typically about 10 Hertz and how that aligns to getting into a meditative mind which is an alpha brainwave state or a theta brainwave state which hovers between 7 to 10 Hertz um and why and how that brings the mind body and spirit into alignment with with nature
1: yeah let's let's talk really quick about that so so because this is the thing that i do notice too is that exactly what you're talking about it's it's and i talk about the alignment too like we're we literally are when we are out there we are allowing ourselves to feel in alignment with what is most important what we were actually we are all nature like let's face it we're animals right? we're all animals yeah and that brings us home so give the give i would like to learn a little bit more about the harmonics
0: so look even even right now as i sit in this very well lit led lit room okay those are hue light bulbs so many of us have all these and i have all the modern conveniences i'm a huge 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 fan i have an ipad sitting there i have an iphone there's two monitors in front of me i've got the airpods i've got the apple watch on like i embrace technology, dare I call myself a technologist. And I sit here in my home in Las Vegas with four walls and a nice window. And yeah, I got plants and I got trees. Um, but the reality is you said it best. We are animals and we are designed to live outside. Um, that's that's basically how the human brain has evolved. And really over the last 150, 200 years, we began moving inside. We begin moving away from natural light. And we've been moving... And we've been moving away from the Schumann Resonance. So what is the Schumann Resonance? Um, and, and what is the kind of, it's the natural biorhythm of the planet. And where does it come from? So at any given time for millennia, there are about 2,000 thunderstorms all around the planet Earth. Um, at every second, there's about 50 lightning strikes that come from those thunderstorms all over the world, uh, all over the surface of the Earth. Each one of those lightning strikes, as it comes from the sky to the ground, creates an electromagnetic signature. Those electromagnetic waves permeate from that lightning strike. They match up with other waves of the same size, and they harmonize. And that harmonization was discovered by a researcher in the late 1940s um, named Schumann, and they called it the Schumann Resonance. And the Schumann resonance is just that. It's an electromagnetic field felt all over the planet, as long as you're outside, and mostly when you're in these big, wide open spaces. Another researcher in the mid-1960s, I believe, um, began doing research on human exposure to the Schumann resonance and its impact. So um, as you go underground, there is no Schumann resonance. So he went into some old World War II bunkers and took his male students down there for three, four weeks at a time. And what he Whoa, what just happened?
1: Whoa. Oh. Whoa, what just Okay, hold on.
0: What just happened? Uh
1: I don't know. Well, we're here. <laughs> what just happened? I don't know. That was really creepy. Did your
0: electricity stop, or did something happen?
1: Yeah, it, like everything just blew up. Whoa! I don't know. Are we doing something here, Craig? It
0: says recording. We could be doing something.
1: I I think we are. <laughs> which we could is be really, something. Which is literally like everything just went out that is is it back on no it's not i mean we're recording my wi-fi is on my wi-fi is on but i have no electricity
0: do you want to go check some stuff out we can pick up this conversation
1: nope i want to keep keep going all right that was really i do i do have to say man things have been happening
0: (laughs) Look, uh, so look, just because we were already talking about this, right? Like,
1: I know. That's why I'm like, literally it went boom. And I went, whoa, this is is the
0: part that's like, that's like, you might talk to your neighbor after this call and they'll be like, no, my power's been fine. What do you mean? And it could be. It could be something just out of your circuit box that was like, oh, I'm just gonna touch this real quick and and turn it off, turn it back on. Like, I don't know. Well, no,
1: it's not even back on. That's what's really funny. I mean, I'm literally connected. I'm I'm up to my phone. I just I just did a I I you know I'm connected to my phone through the Wi-Fi right now, but literally I have no electricity or anything. I mean, that's pretty you were are we're so in alignment. Jonathan's laughing right now. I know it.
0: <laughs> uh, we're on it. All right. So <laughs> let's keep going.
1: Um, I, I don't even know where we left off so here. Rutger, we were
0: talking about Rutger Weaver and yes. the studies that he was doing in the mid 60s, um, 1960s, in um, in taking these these students down and and removing them from the Schumann Resonance and then starting the Schumann Resonator and and bringing it back on and all of their symptoms would go away. And and what we discovered from from this this body of research was that the human body actually needs exposure to the Schumann resonance that we're built for it. Now, here's the here's the really wild thing today, 2023, which is mind-boggling by itself. Um, it's very difficult for us to pick up the Schumann resonance online on land, so researchers need to actually go off onto the ocean in order to get a good reading. For the Schumann resonance. So, here I'm talking to somebody who loves to paddle miles offshore where the Schumann resonance is more powerful, or go off into nature where you're not in these boxes that we've created, which, by the way, have electricity flowing through them, which has its own frequency. Here in the United States, it's 110 volts, 50 to 60 hertz. Hertz is a frequency wave. So, I'm literally surrounded by 50 or 60 hertz of electricity. That frequency. My body is picking up on and is resonating with and coming into harmonic resonance with. And all of a sudden, you can start to figure out why it's so darn important for us to get as far away from this human construct as we can. These, um, these, these dare I say, fake environments yeah, that we no, have, yeah. right, have plants around on a regular basis. Like, I got friends that are like, oh, every time I, I bring a plant into my house, it dies. And I'm like, think about what that's doing to your human body. Right. Right. Which is obviously a little bit more, um, a uh, little bit more perseverance than the plant does. But you wonder why we're sick and why we're not feeling well. And because we need to get out in nature, we need that sunlight in the morning. We need to get at that exposure to the Schumann resonance, to sunlight, to oxygen, to air, to, well, I mean, we can have another conversation of what's floating down in the air around us, but.
1: So literally, it you really are more in alignment. You are more uh, connected on an energetic level. There it
0: goes. It goes deeper. It's okay, so, cool. deeper so than let's that. so let's dig let's dig a little deeper. Yet, okay? okay. So why is this is this is kind of the crux of like the science of mindfulness and what really amazed me is to as this A type personality. All these all these figureheads and and really successful people are telling you you have to meditate every day. Right. We're talking about Tony Robbins primes every morning and and why he doesn't miss that in the morning. And they have their morning routine and not to wake up and go to your phone, but have that meditative practice. Why? What happens when we close our eyes to meditate? So the first thing that happens when we close our eyes to meditate is that the brain is allowed to drift from a beta brainwave, eyes open, processing the world around us into an alpha brainwave brainwave state. A beta brainwave is measured somewhere between 12 to 14 Hertz, up to 40 Hertz, and an alpha brainwave state is measured 12 to 14 Hertz down to about eight Hertz. A theta brainwave state is measured eight Hertz down to about four Hertz. A delta brainwave state is measured between four Hertz down to about a half of a hertz, And that's just a frequency range, how fast your synapses are firing. So if nature has and the outside, that Schumann resonance, hovers around 7.83 hertz, by the way, is the official Schumann resonance. However, it fluctuates as high as 40 hertz and it and it hovers around 10 hertz lately. Okay. okay. If you look at there's a couple different studies that you can find, does the human body have a resonant frequency? And there's a couple studies. There's one from Harvard, there's another one from Stanford. Um, it averages about 10 hertz. Uh, depending on the study you read and the data set, it's anywhere between six hertz up to about 16 hertz. The average is is 10 hertz. So the human body has a resonant frequency of 10 hertz. Meditation has this target brainwave state of alpha, theta, it's again about 10 hertz. And now nature and this human resonance has this average of 10 hertz. By the way, large bodies of water, 10 hertz frequency, a running spring, 10 hertz frequency. Um a river. Um, 10 Hertz frequency desert scape when they take up the frequency resonant measurements about 10 Hertz, the ocean 10 Hertz. Wow. So now all of a sudden you have this correlation of data that I'm like resonant frequency of the body, 10 Hertz, the mind target meditative state, 10 Hertz, nature, 10 Hertz. We're really built around this 10 Hertz frequency and that that becomes the key to unlocking balance. And relaxation wow now, I'll, and I'll take it one step further when you're laying in a sound bowl, right, which is an acoustic instrument of doing what I do, or you're listening to a um, uh, 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 music meditation through our app, which we can talk about or yeah. laying on my sound lounge or sitting on a meditation cushion um your your mind, body and spirit is basically bring being brought back into alignment with that 10 Hertz frequency so all of this magic starts to unfold around this magical frequency of 10 hertz and getting the mind body and spirit in connection and alignment with the world around us
1: fascinating <laughs> it's so fascinating it's really wild what yeah. does the heart and i asked you this beforehand but i do want to just bring this in what does the heart uh uh what is that frequency at
0: 528 Hertz, it is one of uh, of 81 different Solphysio frequencies, which are a, a series of frequencies that have been studied to understand their impact on our physiology and on our anatomy. Uh, 528 Hertz has been called the love frequency. Um, I was sharing with you the love tuner that my business yeah. partner had sent over to me, which is totally something to check out. But you literally, it's like a little harmonica you wear around your neck and just plays that, that love frequency again we come in we are constantly being brought into harmonic resonance with the sounds and the frequencies around us right um there's a nice nice long age all debate at this point of music tuned to 440 hertz versus music tuned to 432 hertz um prior to the early 1900s all music was tuned to an a in 432 and then at some point in the 1900s they changed it to an a in 440 um and and its resonant frequency of what that means to our physiology i don't actually subscribe to this conversation one way or the other i don't think there are any bad frequencies i don't think there are any good frequencies i think we are simply coming into or out of harmonic resonance with these different frequencies however to answer your question the body of research around 528 hertz has been said to be um, most resonant with uh, um, the heart chakra and the energies around the heart in general um i haven't dug enough into it to talk more specifically like even as you were asking the question i'm thinking um 66 heartbeats per minute like what frequency is that you know Mm -hmm. like there are physical i think physical correlations that somebody has done the math on i haven't i haven't read the research on it but i'm sure somebody has done that that math as well um and it's it's really interesting but we're constantly being brought into harmonic resonance with the frequencies that we choose to expose ourselves to and that's really at the crux of what in harmony does we're here to bring you into harmony uh with uh uh, with these more specific frequencies bring your body back into balance with nature
1: i love it you have an app let's talk about that let's dive into let's dive into that
0: so we have uh so so we make technology we make hardware um, at the core of the hardware is something called a tactile transducer. Um, this basically translates sound into vibration. And as you're sitting on this or laying against it, the vibrations are translated directly to your body, specifically 20 hertz to 200 hertz. Um, this plays music. So in order to activate this, you need to play a music track through it. Mm. And you can, you can listen to anything you want through our tech. Uh, if you like rock and roll, if you like house music, hip hop, heavy metal whatever it all plays through the sound lounge not everything will activate the transducers think of a bass guitar versus um versus a violin you want the low end frequencies of the bass guitar versus that of the violin um and what we've discovered is that there's a specific um there's a specific genre of music called microtonal that is um just unbelievably perfect through our technology. So we have a director of uh Well, he, was, he used to be our director of harmonics. Now he's our director of content creation. His name is Anthony Weiss. He's a 23 year musician and digital music producer. And he's been producing music tracks for us. We have 225, 230 tracks wow. in our app. And, um, and they're all designed with the specific intention of bringing your body back into harmonic resonance with specific bass notes that are designed to really get this transducer humming. Um, Our sound lounge has four of these. Our practitioner has two of these. Our meditation cushion has two of these. Um, And it's all designed to bring your body into this vibration in a very specific way. And um, yeah, we're gonna offer all the listeners that are hearing my voice right now for the next three months after this airs, We're going to offer you a uh, three-month, 90-day free trial, full-featured, no questions asked um, of our app. You don't need our tech in order to enjoy our music. You can listen to it on the speaker in your iPhone or your Android device. You can listen to it through headphones or AirPods. Um, I like over-ear. If you don't have our technology, I really like a Bluetooth speaker just sitting near you or in your car, not while you're driving, (laughs) on your home stereo system where you've got a little bit of bass. Um, and just allow those frequencies to be felt and just close your eyes and lose yourself in the music.
1: Yeah. I it's that it.
0: simple. And and you drop into a meditative state. I, I think one of the common misconceptions, and certainly one that I had, was when you sit down and meditate, it's like clear your mind. Right. And that's not that's not it. Allow the thoughts to flow through your mind and allow them to drift and go. It's it's like when you're in the shower, you have these breakthrough moments. And you're not thinking about anything in particular. You're just kind of letting your mind go. Mm -hmm. Same when you're out, uh, assuming you're not being chased by a shark. um, (laughs) You're just out on your stand-up paddleboard, right? Because I'd imagine the thought process is a lot different with a shark 15 feet away. (laughs) But, like, you're just kind of out there, just kind of soaking it up. And you find yourself staring off at the horizon. Okay,
1: what just happened? Come on. Oh, no, what happened? All right, we're back. Um so here's what happened yesterday. We got cut off once and then we got cut off twice. <laughs> Can we just laugh about this for a second? I
0: mean, I think we need to talk about what they're saying about I, this. No, right, we are. I don't think okay, I'm not going to cool. bring
1: this up. So this is suddenly turning into comedy hour. Uh we went from like super deep conversation about energy and learning so much and then During that conversation, literally, like, my electricity went out, right, and then I came back on, and then we came back on, and then all of a sudden, everything went out. Like, my Mm -hmm. phone went to SOS, my cell phone went to SOS, the electricity went out, I had to go use my Garmin and contact my family. I live in L.A., well, south of L.A., how the hell? And then...
0: (laughs) I sat in front of my computer for 45 minutes waiting for you to come back, just staring at myself on this, I'm just kidding.
1: Yeah, right. Like, she, come back. Let's finish this. Because it was such a damn good conversation. It was a
0: really good conversation. And I'm really excited to listen back to it. And, I am and too. then pick up where we left off, of course, because this is we just will. the first of many, I'm sure.
1: Yes, absolutely, we will. And I was just t- telling you that at some point, I want to do a LinkedIn Live with you, too, because it's yeah. It's a fun space. LinkedIn's f- turning into my fun space over there. I love it. Um we talked
0: about stuff that I've never talked about before in this light. Yeah. So I'm I'm super excited to continue to dig deeper and and I've been really enjoying the conversations we're having and I'm grateful that they're recorded. It's awesome.
1: Yeah, it's so fun. So fun. And myself included. There was some stuff in there that I have not talked about. Um, but then I we jump on today and I was like, so <laughs> it was a squirrel apparently that that took out the grid uh
0: a highly trained squirrel a
1: highly trained squirrel knew
0: exactly what he or she was
1: doing yeah <laughs> that's about what we're gonna leave it because we it all out. know i don't believe the story <laughs> i just don't yeah, believe the so, story i don't know so that's, so what, the that's what I call. our
0: electrical grid is teetering on on wild animals interference <laughs> and the potential of I think that's totally plausible. I this
1: is, <laughs> totally this. plausible. I, my, my response was a squirrel. If a squirrel is going to take out 37,000 customers, uh, we are screwed. Mm-hmm. That's all I know. Yeah. But um, back to the drawing board. Yeah, so, well, and so actually, I'm just going to state it. Everybody get yourself prepared because uh, that was what that was for me. It was a reminder to get myself prepared for anything that could happen, regardless of where you live, because you just don't know. You just yeah, don't start know.
0: simple, a few days of water, a few days of food, you know, maybe a generator, form of light, heat, that sort of thing. Yeah, I think it's important. Yeah.
1: Yep. And then make sure you have really good friends, too, because you'll want your really good friends when you are wanting to share your necessities.
0: Yeah, yeah to plan a plan on how to connect and and yeah. where to come together and, you know, just having a plan, I think, goes a really long way. We have one here in Vegas. It's a really important aspect of it. and I think yeah. It's important. A nice reminder. I'm uh, glad a- you're okay.
1: Thank you. Yes. Well, I'm glad that we could finish this up and continue it <laughs> in the future, the very new f- near future. We will be.
0: Indeed, the best one of the best podcasts ever. I'm super grateful for the stories okay. we're able to share. I'm super grateful to be here, and I uh, very much look forward to coming back again, Sarah. Thank you.
1: Yes, well, I'm grateful for our newfound friendship too. So there you go. Where can people find you?
0: So uh, I am in is our website. We're going to put a link down below. It's going to be I am in forward slash pages forward slash something amazing, and in there we're going to offer you a 90 day free gift for our app we're also going to offer you a 5% discount on any of our technology and i'll have a couple pictures and uh, the ability to sign up for a couple things and anyway we'll put uh we'll put a show link down there and that will take you to our website and really open you up to our entire everything.
1: Are you on LinkedIn and Instagram or anything like I
0: that? I am on all of them. LinkedIn, are are right Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, Pinterest. I mean, you you can very easily find us. All of those links are at the bottom of our website. And um, or just search In Harmony Interactive on YouTube and and everywhere else. And I'm the one who manages uh, all of the comments and all of the DMs across all of our social media. So anytime you want to get in touch with me, all you need to do is find us on one of those networks and send us a DM and uh, I'll be sure to reply.
1: Perfect. Thank you for being here.
0: You're so welcome. Thank you so much for having me. I hope you have a spectacular electricity cell phone (laughs) filled day. (laughs)
1: <laughs> who needs electricity when you get this great energy right
0: <laughs> i think that's what we did i think we just i don't know about a squirrel i think you need to call him and be like look i'm so sorry we were having this incredible <laughs> conversation and i don't think it was a squirrel i think it was me and craig and and did you watch this podcast send, send him a copy of the podcast just be like is this what did it
1: this know. is totally what did it <laughs> until we meet again my friend that's we'll talk to you right. soon thank you Bye. My friends, thank you for listening to the Live Boldly podcast. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I am so grateful to have you here. I'd love to invite you over to SarahShultingcrans.com to receive five free meditations recorded by me or download your free guide on how nature is your perfect healing therapy. My site has many free resources to guide you on your life journey, many that I used myself while on my road from victim to survivor. And also, please, I ask that you share my podcast with those who may need inspiration, information, or who may need to hear from others going through where they are right now. To grow this podcast, please leave an iTunes review and subscribe. Go find it on other platforms such as Google Play, Spotify, and Stitcher. Please also go to my Instagram or Facebook page, leave a message in my comments and tell me what you think of this episode. Please share in your stories and tag me. I'd love to reshare and celebrate your healing journey. I love hearing from each one of you. Let's keep the ripple going. It begins with each one of us. I love you. And as I always say, I believe in you, us, always.